0: You are now listening to an all-new episode of The Last Men Potting. I'm your host, Ahmad, back this week with my co-host, Steve. Steve is just Steve this week. How the fuck you
1: doing, Steve? It's cool. I'm going on a mall tour. Actually, I went up to uh, Plymouth Meeting Mall. I've been able to go on a nice little mall tour before they shut all the stores down and turn them all to FEMA camps. So uh, it's, it's nice. It's, uh, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a little uh, childhood uh, you know, nostalgia type of thing for me. Just one mall at a time. One, one mall at a time. Except, you know, it's a shame the Shellingham Mall is not around anymore. So, you know, I, I guess this is yeah, it. I don't know if well, yeah, the, the, it, niggas,
0: so, niggas did away with that one in yeah. the nineties.
1: <laughs> oh, the Franklin Mills—that's on the next one. So, uh, y'all y'all'll be hearing out that before. Like, y'all y'all'll be hearing on that. to be talking like Floyd Mayweather. Let, let's move on. <laughs> Why don't you think that Floyd gets the respect deserves? Is, is, is it because that he's a, a black man? And he owns his own business. I mean, that's such
0: a cliche. It's <laughs> <answer. laughs> like I would think it's something like a little bit more nuanced than that. Like it's like, oh no, it's, that's the loud black man. So hate, hate, hate. Like yeah, like, um, I
1: don't you know. About?
0: Like I think, I think it's a lot of shit about Floyd. Like you know. Like, like people, people say they like all that flashiness and all of that, like lack of humility, but they really don't like they they don't really like that shit. Like, you know, like, you know, the guy that counts his money in your face and and then like he doesn't knock anybody out in most of his fights. So they'd be like, you know, he's not even that entertaining. Like, I don't don't
1: know. It's a weird thing. Yeah. So like if Floyd uh, didn't own anything and like if he had a promoter taking all of this stuff up front. And he, you know, he had nothing now. Like I guess people will love him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people always like they love you when you're broke. Like, yeah, like yeah. when when you're broke, because like you're just like us now. Now you're not above us. But when he's like, I'm a professional bank robber. Right. And he's getting what's he getting? Fifty million to beat up his training partners. Talking about I do do that. Like yeah. Like you know, people don't like that shit. Like they want to see him. They want to see him knocked out a notch. That's why it cracked me up. Like when he fought whatever Paul that was, and people were like, oh, yeah, he's he's really going to lose this time. I'm like, not some nigga from the gym is just going to beat up the greatest boxer of all time. Like, Right. Out.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that's what we learned. Like, you know, a, a black man that's a business owner is never going to get his proper credit.
0: Yeah, probably, probably not. <laughs> like, yeah, pro- yeah, probably probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I, I fancy myself as a scholar, so I'm gonna find the black man that was a businessman that got his proper credit in history. I'm like, this is gonna be the one guy. It's like, no, everybody said this was the
1: negative. Like, this is the bull. They should should owe Floyd nonstop whenever they can.
0: Speaking of of shitting on nonstop whenever they can, uh, this week we're, we're doing a classic, a modern classic movie, Lakeview Terrace um it's a Samuel Jackson movie, movie yeah as as Steve would say one of the greatest movies of all time I, I won't go that far it's <laughs> definitely definitely a movie that was uh pivotal in my childhood and um in my adulthood now I, I still enjoy it like you know I watched it again this week for the show and um laughed and, and, and enjoyed the Samuel Jackson performance just as much as I did back in 06 when I saw it in the theater um and uh me and my friends were cracking up like hysterically the whole time and the white people sitting around us were very confused and what we what we failed to be so funny about this movie and um and i i I guess that's like that's a good place to start about this movie because i think this is one of those movies that when you see it depending (laughs) on like what race group you fit in and like what your background is like your reaction to this movie would be very different whereas like you know when I saw it like being 13 years old or however old I was like I just found the whole thing hilarious like where some other people I think like if your life experience is a little different you might find this stuff a little bit traumatic it's like you know what why is this guy so quote unquote racist and, and like mad at these neighbors. They're just trying to live their life. Like, you know, and then it's, it has like that conservative versus liberal and all of that shit in there. So it's a lot going on in this movie.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the, the main thing this movie taught me, you know, is that, you know, the black man is still a public enemy one. And and that, you know, in order to defi- uh, defend yourself, you have to make preemptive strikes. That's, that's what this movie, I think that's, <laughs> that is the core message <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like the writer. At no point did the writer say that in interviews, but I think that's the message that he was trying to get across. <laughs> I the message he was trying to get across. Oh, so like this is a, this is a movie that's in
0: the long line of movies written and directed by white men that try to, um you know, say something profound about race relations in America <laughs> and. You know I find it funny because like I watched the um I watched the making of it like you know where this guy he you know he's talking about Neil Gaiman's the the writer director he talks about how um no not Neil Gaiman this, this is, is uh, the root. Yeah, yeah, Neil Labute. Because I looked at his filmography, and he makes nothing but duds. Like I don't even see, I don't even see how they gave
1: him the money to make what? this one. Because Th- that's like, what he none said. None of his
0: movies are profitable.
1: He was like, he was like, yo, I was so lucky to work with Samuel Jackson. Like I can't believe it. Like so uh, apparently, like if Samuel Jackson wasn't in it, this probably would have been another dud as well.
0: It, it is a dud. Like you see the fucking. um... I, yeah. I I think this is what they call like a cult classic. yeah, this more is a cult than, classic, absolutely, yeah, yeah, because it's definitely not a box office because box office it twenty million budget did forty four. so like they made their money back, you yeah. know, so like nobody's gonna be too mad at you after this movie, but nobody's gonna remember you either, right. but I, I just found it funny that like Neil LeBute has just been getting chance after chance after chance to make these fucking movies because none of them make any money. And it seems like now he's in like full blown, you know, to be category or like, you know, straight the video category. But, um, yeah, like it, it's just funny. Like, like these, this group of movies like this and crash and, um, some of those I I can't remember them off the top of my head right now, but like them real overt race move, race baiting movies that came out around this time, like this one didn't quite get the Oscar notoriety that Crash got, but I I think it's on the same level of oh um, it definitely like,
1: that's that Samuel Jackson before that's that's definitely an Oscar worthy performance. That's that's one of the greatest performances all time.
0: Oh yeah, I mean he, he's definitely the greatest. Like, well, I'm mean, gonna put it in air quotes, villain, <laughs> just based on. The text that I got from Steve last night when he was watching the movie. So, you know, I I would have step on the other categories, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna think Steve. Steve doesn't think that uh
1: uh what's what's his name? Abel is the villain in this movie. Of course not. What was he the villain or? Like just because he's a black man? Yeah. Black man rolling out a gun. Oh now all of a sudden he's a villain. So
0: um I guess like we can we can get into Sam Jackson because, yeah, uh, the as the writer director said, like, you know, you can't make this movie without him. Um, and Sam Jackson's just like notorious for being in so many different things. But I've never seen a movie that he's in where I felt like he was phoning it in. Like, where he was, like, you know, I'm just here for the check, Sam. Like, I'm here to, like, scream and, you know, do, like, the character Sam Jackson. <laughs> like, you know, like, the more, like, Chappelle sketch sketch Sam Jackson. Like, he yeah, never Deep seems like sea. he's doing that. Like, he's sincere as shit all the time.
1: <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, they hate me. I'm fucking sharky. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, like like
1: i i think he definitely
0: like like rambles it up like at different parts cuz like it's hard to be helped like where you know when he gets shot he lets out the like you know just like you know like like there's certain like samisms i guess you could call them that like you know you can't get away from but i think he like approaches movies like this where you kind of look at it on paper like this is some lifetime shit this is some, you know, Sunday afternoon movie shit, like, this isn't really, like, high-level cinema, but he approaches it like it is, and I think, like, that's what makes a movie like this, like, stand out, like, almost 20 years later.
1: I mean, he's a professional, like, but you can look at something, like, uh, even in, like, the Star Wars series, like, where he's not, like, there's really no trace of the whole, you know, motherfucker, all that. Like, he's actually just being the character, the Mace Windu character. So, you know, Sam definitely doesn't get the credit he deserves.
0: Because, like, he's he's a real deal thespian. <clears throat> like, when you really look at his some of his early roles in movies, like, where there's so many different movies from the 80s that I've seen for the first time recently. And, like, Sam Jackson just in the background playing somebody, like, before he was famous. And then, obviously, like, he got famous... I don't want to say he got famous like playing, uh, Gator. Like Gator was like the first time that like I really saw Sam Jackson in a movie. And then he was seen your Love Daddy and um and uh, do the right thing. But I guess like his most famous role from the nineties had to be Pulp Fiction. But like like I grew up with Sam Jackson was always Gator to me. Like who, who was Sam Jackson when you grew up?
1: I don't remember which movie was that? when he was Gator the jungle fever oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know i never saw that i just, I just, I just i've never seen that. Uh, oh no you
0: guys like that's like the best <laughs> crackhead performance of all time like like because he, like he's doing he's like do you dance do you dance like he, yeah, he comes oh, to the I've house and he does his dance for his mom to get his crack money like
1: it's like the you know um the first movie i actually ever saw uh samuel jackson it was this movie called 187 you have you ever seen that no, he he's like a school teacher in the hood and like like it, it, it's a crazy movie like all the kids like they, like they beat him up and stuff like
0: well so like for a long time he was gator and then you know like i remember you know going to see shaft 2000 in the theater you know my, my dad took the whole family to see that one and then like you know he was snakes on a plane guy and And then I think all the other movies just kind of filter in over the time because he's 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 fucking in everything like he he clearly doesn't say no to the check. And I I respect it on a level because, you know, acting is notorious for like, you know, you're here today, gone tomorrow. So if you don't keep working, people could forget about you. Casting directors could forget about you. And he never allowed that to happen to him. So you got to respect it from that standpoint.
1: I'm still laughing that Shaft 2000 was family night. Like that's like, it's like, so yeah, we have about to go see Shaft 2000. Like this is the family night. Yeah,
0: like like my dad used to take us to see all of the movies that we work that you wouldn't take kids to see like we saw bad boys Two, shaft 2000 and then like when we lived in atlanta they had the dollar movie which would have the movies come out like a month after they were in the regular movie theater but you go see them for two dollars so we would just be in the dollar movie seeing everything yeah like, and it was always like some r-rated shit that my dad would fall asleep like 10 minutes in that yeah. kids weren't supposed to see like it was yeah. wild
1: shout out shaft 2000 um
0: You know, like at first we were kind of looking at it like, you know, what your shooting percentage is, but then when you look at somebody like Sam, there's so much volume. He's clearly a volume shooter. So like looking at like shooting percentage doesn't really make sense with him, where you could just say, all right, those movies where he's really like sinking his teeth into some good material, like what is what is his rating like on like a madden like 2k scale and i like think i think he's like really high rank. like i think he's in like that 92 to like 94 range like it, it, like there might almost be like you know when you're playing 2k like you got you got orlando Shaq, and then you got laker Shaq, and then you got yeah. fat Shaq. so like the rating <laughs> the rating like drops down into the 80s for yeah. fat Shaq. like you know what, what's that phoenix Shaq? <laughs> like, <laughs> so so I, I think like sam jackson kind of has like that kind of career where it's like all right he's he's operating like at like the height of his powers but it's not like in a set period of time it's like pulp fiction height of his powers like vu height of his powers Django unchained height of his powers and then there's like a whole bunch of other movies like sprinkled yeah. in there like where he's showing it's like yo, I'm 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 the nigga, like in case y'all forgot.
1: Yeah, we know how much Samuel jo- uh Jackson loves Shaq based off of this movie. So uh yeah, I, I completely <laughs> <laughs> completely completely agree with that. You know, it's definitely uh definitely up there, you know, 90s. I would say, yeah, that's that's like a perfect range, 92, 94. That's the perfect range. I you know, I I can't even really uh expand upon that. So
0: so like You know, what do you think it like? What do you think makes people put like somebody like Denzel, Denzel Washington, on like this tier above a guy like Sam Jackson? When they've pretty much done like all the same kind of movies, they've played all of the same roles. Like they probably have just as many movies that people would consider classics. So it's so it's like. I do think like sometimes like Sam Jackson's not even included in that conversation as being one of the greatest of all time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it's cause Sam comes in and, and motherfucker it up uh, so much. And like he, he just, I think he just does so much like more comedy type type rules where it's like people don't really take him serious where Denzel's like, Oh, he's a serious guy. So uh, I would have to say, that's probably the only thing that really separates him. But You know, I think Sam is probably better. And then, like, Sam can be a a star. He could be part of an ensemble cast. Like, you know, Sam's almost a Swiss Army knife, so to speak. Or, you know, I I don't know if uh, Denzel works as well within the ensemble cast as Sam has uh, within a lot of his stuff in his career.
0: Because it's almost like, like Denzel like he had he like takes over the movie yeah he comes in he's just all right okay all right (laughs) okay And and then it's like all right so now the whole scene has to be about you like you said like sam like he can be like the main guy in the movie like the whole thing can be about him or he can just be the guy that comes in steals one scene or he could be just like you know your little utility player or, a, a, like, you, you know, and, like, he fits, like, that typecast shit, too. Because it's, like, if you just need, like, an angry black such-and-such, yeah. just call Sam. Like, if, if he's available, if he got time on his schedule, he's probably going to say yes. But, like, I don't, I don't think he says no if the numbers are right.
1: Right, because like, who's was that movie where he was chained the white bitch up to the, uh like, that, that's another one of your movies, too. He chased the white bitch up to the black, black, black snake Moan. Yeah, that's another that's one, classic. That's another one of my Bob movies. <laughs> yeah, fucking.
0: because it's just like, like that. That's the thing. Like, I think we have to talk about that with his movies too. Like, because he always is trying to make these movies that are making these statements about race, and he's like been vocal his his whole career about about race, and like even got mad like when they made Get Out, like for example he was mad that they put daniel Kaluuya in that movie and said like they should have gave a brother from america the chance to play that role because he thinks it would have been more authentic <clears throat> and like you even go back to like die hard 3 his his the whole thing with his character in die hard 3 is wrapped around race. and like the die hard movies weren't about that up until sam jackson got in them so like he's clearly drawn to like like that type of material and um Like, you know, Lakeview Terrace is no exception. So, what do you think? What do you think it is that Sam's trying to say to us about race?
1: Um, I think Sam's trying to tell us that the black man is still public enemy number one. And in order, you you have to make preemptive strikes in order to uh, succeed in America. Is that all he's saying? I, I, I think that's what he's telling me
0: from Abel to to Steven and Jago is just, yeah. you gotta take a preemptive strike. I still don't know what that,
1: that Steven and Jago role was about. Like, I think that was about a check. You don't like that performance? It's a great performance. I'm not, like, it, I mean, I don't think it's, like, no socially conscious type of performance. Is just, yo, know, I gotta make sure I stand by the ball, so <laughs> it's a tremendous performance, like, but I don't know if it's. I don't be try to tell you a message with it.
0: So, do you think he's trying to say something with with Linkview Terrace? Because, like, I I think like the movie's like trying to say a lot of shit about race. I don't know if it says any of it. If it if it's like successful with anything that it's trying to say, but I think it's trying to make some statements about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You look at it. It's like this is damn near a post Jim Crow brother, right? Like he's trying to raise his kids up in the neighborhood where he doesn't want to see, you know, his, his kids don't have to see uh, some random guy have sex in the pool with his wife. it just be ridiculous. But beyond that, I think he just understands, like, I think beyond the race point, like I think his character understands the other character is just a phony in every way, shape or form. So I think from that standpoint, Sam kind of almost understands he's looking at that the black lady is kind of like a fetish type of thing, as opposed to like actually, you know, like wanting to like be. And I think the father has kind of like the same type of thing, because you see the father, he he's like, yo, like what you want my daughter for? Like, what are you about to do? So, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that, the, you know, the movie does say a lot of things about race and executes a couple of things in, in, in a good way.
0: I guess one one thing that jumped out to me from what you said there is like, you know, he's the, the psychology of why he thinks it's okay to interfere in these people's relationship. Like, I don't disagree with with like your rationale there. But I guess my question is, why does he give a fuck or why should anybody give a fuck if that guy's over there fetishizing his wife? Like that's their business. Like, You're not, not and name, obviously we don't have a movie if he doesn't feel like it's yeah. his business to get involved, but it's like, bro, you like, you didn't need to get involved. And yeah, okay. they fucked in the pool. You said something about it. They ain't fucking the pool after that. So like, you no, could have calmed down. You could have fell back, but he, he decides not to fall back. He never falls back ever. Yeah. Once. yeah.
1: He, he told him to move. Like. After that, it like it was pretty much war. Like it was like like dog, like I, I gave you what you needed to do. Like if you don't want to move, then it's war after that. So yeah, he had to stand on it. So all
0: right, so let's let's take a step back. Because I think the movie's also talking about like before you get into the reef stuff, it's like this idea of neighborhoods and neighbors, because he the able character is a cop. And he talks about how he doesn't want to live around the people he's policing and he wants his neighborhood to be a certain way and that he works with all these different people at work. But when he comes home, he you know, it's a little different. And, you know, it's funny, like all of these like L.A. cop movies always seem to have like this whole race thing like you know you see that in uh training day two it's like you know when they go to the Mexican neighborhood and then he goes over to the black neighborhood and then it's like how the white boy is supposed to figure in and you know what movie like really really tries to uh have like the biggest statement about this is bright that Will Smith movie Bright was like, you know what? I'm going to really try to get to the root of this problem with LA cops. Oh, yeah. With this, like, monsters and shit. And I don't know, it, it's just all fucking nonsense, in my opinion. I think, like, the able guy's full of shit from the, no. from the jump.
1: No, black man don't pay that much for a cul-de-sac to, like, to not police his neighborhood how he wants to. So I'm, I'm completely with Able I I did overtime, like I took bullshit shifts, security. You heard that man? Like he killed himself to get in that code de sac. Like you think you're gonna let them take it over? Like, no, it's war. Yeah, he he lost,
0: bro. He lost in the uh, end. Yeah. He died. Yeah, like wrong. like yeah. you think they left after he died? No, it's their cul de sac <laughs> now. <laughs> so <laughs> like, what
1: yeah. the fuck?
0: he had to stand on that so like this the the whole idea of like your neighborhood being a certain way like I'm asking Steve now like outside of the movie like if you buy a house what level of involvement in the community are you gonna have like are you are you like patrolling the streets neighborhood watch guy you you know like look these motherfuckers got a different car in the driveway every week i don't trust them is 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 that your stees in yeah, the neighborhood
1: definitely like but, but I, I don't want you know it, it, it's definitely gotta be a certain way because you know it, this is a community you can't have a community of freaks You know you can't have a community of people who are thieves and all that type of stuff like you know this has to be functional over here so yeah you got to have a little neighborhood watch you know you got to be vigilant of everything that's going on around you so i'm like i said i'm 100 percent like with with the guy and and, you know just in my personal bias yeah like community watch all day long
0: yeah see i'm more of a (laughs)
1: you know, don't ask, don't tell when
0: it comes to neighbors. Like I I see that they're there, but I don't really care what's going on in their house. Like don't really want to know their name or get involved because like I've, I've lived in places where, you know, like my family was friendly with the neighbors and they start knocking on your fucking door. And like, it, it just makes a mess where, when you don't know everybody, and you just wave and keep it pushing. Like, I find that that's, like, the most peaceful way to live. Like, when you insert yourself in the lives of your neighbors too much, it always turns out bad. And in movies, like, they show you it turns out bad. Like, you know, you start getting, getting too involved in what your neighbors are doing in the crib. It's like, let, let them rock out, man.
1: Not, you know, you got to create a community in some way, street, or form. So, you know, you never know what happens on these streets. It's, you know, some guy moves in. And then, you know, he might have a poppy that just he likes just running up in people's houses and stuff like that. So you got to be vigilant and stuff like that. You know, you never know who's who. So I don't know. Like, I just, you know, I just don't trust nobody. So. All
0: right. But if you're in your house and somebody new moves into the house next to you, like, I feel like we're going into care ground territory (laughs) like. Like where he's like, oh, if the serial killer next door, I just move because I don't do snitching. But you're like, you want to get involved and, I'm telling.
1: and do what? I- I'm telling him. Like, I-, I didn't pay all this money to move. Like, I- I'm going to tell on you. You're a serial killer. Like,
0: no, but but I'm saying like, how do you find like you? The only way you find out shit like that is by inserting yourself in these people's lives, like he did. Because like, if he didn't like in all right, going back to Lakeview Terrace, Abel, right? From the jump, he's putting notes on the on this guy's car. He's coming up to him in his driveway on some shit. And then like he's immediate, like on the race shit, talking about, oh, you listen to that jungle bunny music as much as you want, (laughs) like all of that stuff. I'm like, bro, like, what does any of that have to do with you being my neighbor? None of it does. So I I go back to like like, see your neighbors, but you don't gotta know him. Like, he would've been perfectly fine just waving to those people for 10 years until they moved out. He wouldn't have
1: been fine. Obviously not. He needed to monitor. Like, that's what I'm saying. You don't understand this, man. I completely understand him. Like, it was war. It was it was him or them. Like, you mean that's not how Abel worked. Like, Abel already knows. like, this guy, he, he listens to his music. Like, trying to it's like oh yeah listen to these black people do this that and the third like able he knows this guy from a T like he's a phony. so did, did able make any false moves in this I, I feel like this is
0: the reverse of the there will
1: be blood conversation <laughs> did like Able well, make
0: any false moves in this movie
1: I I will say like getting the fat man to break it was just ridiculous and then having to kill him like that, that that was, I was with him up until that point. I'm like, all right, this is get a little cartoonish. Like, it's just like, yo, bring it to the crib. And then, like, the fat man going to throw his wife around and all that. I'm like, yo, fat man didn't have to do that. Like, that was dumb. Like, that, that was, like, the dumbest part of the movie. I was like, all right, like, you doing the most now. But up until that point, I was completely with him.
0: All right. Well, so we'll get we'll get a little bit more into the plot when we when we do the uh, categories. But um, overall, I know you were excited to talk about this movie. You said this is this is like a top tier movie for you. What is it that makes this a better movie than some of the ones
1: that we've talked about the last this couple weeks? This is actually the first time I've ever seen this movie. Um, it was just entertaining. Like the, the rest of those movies, I had to watch them in pieces. Like. You know, they, they got straight to the point, they got in and out, and, and I really enjoyed myself the whole time. Like it's got a little bit of everything, it's got some drama, it's got some comedy. Um, you know, it's got your uh stock, uh, annoying wife. Like it's got everything you need this movie here. Like it's, it's you know, it's a little message about family. So, you know, I really enjoyed it from entertainment value.
0: So, well, like, you know, I, I talked in the beginning about how when I first saw it as a kid, you know, I, I looked at it purely as a comedy. And like now I see like you know the directors going for drama and all of that. Um, I still don't think it works fully as a drama. It still works at like more as like an unintentional comedy to me. Like when you saw this, did you look at it as a comedy or like what did you think this movie was? This movie
1: is hilarious. Like <laughs> like you said, it's almost like he's not even going for a drama. And I'm not even quite sure. Like, see, and that's the thing, like you said, you know, the writer, he makes a lot of duds. Like, I'm not quite sure how good of a writer and director he is. Like, this movie doesn't even work without Samuel Jackson. So, like, Sam is the one that kind of makes it, you know, comedic and dramatic and all those type of things. So, uh, I'm not quite sure what the director is going for with this movie.
0: Yeah, because everybody else seems to be on autopilot. Like, like uh Patrick Wilson plays the uh what, what's the main white guy's name in the movie Chris, Chris yeah some regular white man name <laughs> <laughs> like he he plays Chris and I'm like he doesn't bring anything to that role in my opinion that makes it significant or stand out and because of that like the whole movie just depends on this Samuel L. Jackson performance and to me, that's where like all of the comedy comes from. That's where the tension comes from, like when he starts shooting people and doing like little sinister shit and like starts getting angry and all of that. And and it's like without him, you just get this screenplay. And I'm like, what was the director going for? So then I watch The Making that's on YouTube and he's talking like so sincere about all of these concepts of race and neighborhood and community and all that. And I said, none of that made it onto the screen, bro. What, like, what, what was it just he comes saying? Out as
1: comedy. I what was it exactly cause I don't even know, like you said sincere about like these concepts. What exactly did it say? Cause I must've missed that part in that making.
0: Well, like when he's talking about how he looked at like, the characters as like representations of like these archetypes like in in interracial relationships how like Chris just represents the plain everyday white man and like his mannerisms his dress stuff that he's into culturally and all of that and he thought that like juxtaposing that with Sam Jackson's like intense you know Black pride or whatever you want to call it was going to make this, it was going to make this like driving tension in the movie. And I just think like that was just like some white man logic because I'm like, if you're a so-called Black person, you watch this Sam Jackson performance, I don't see how you can do anything but laugh like for for most of the time cuz it's like he's like oh yeah with a woman like that you got to let her cool down a little bit before you attend to a sister i'm like what is this shit like like <laughs> who like nobody talks to their neighbor like that <laughs> like, like i'm like he's way too familiar from the jump like like nobody nobody's going for that like I've never met anybody that just goes for you talking about their wife like that from the jump.
1: Yeah, because Chris is solved. Like everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. It's like, like he is to be played with. Like don't you don't you don't you get it? Like he is to be played with from the jump. Like like that's what a pop knows. Like he's like trying to shake his head or whatever. He say, like, "Yo, don't shake my fucking head." Like. Your pop wasn't going for it. Like everybody knows who Chris is except for you. I I can't even blame the actor for it. I just think Chris is just a shitty character. Like, I just think that's how he's written. Like, I think with like with that material, he like that actor probably did what he could with it. But like you said, it's a plain white man. Like, what how are you supposed to play that?
0: So is this a poorly written movie and just
1: like well acted? I think you have to say that like it's like like all the characters kind of suck. Like that wife character is very annoying. Like she stinks. Like you wouldn't want to hang out with her in real life.
0: Yeah cuz like none of the characters have any nuance, but the Able character Yeah, except for Sam Jackson, yeah. yeah. Yeah and you don't and you don't even get the full context of why he's so angry at them until like 15 minutes are left in the movie right, and right. it's like oh all right i i like i get it like yeah. you know like i feel like they could have had you know a flashback maybe like 30 minutes in or something like that where like he's getting like these yo like my wife like, you know, these little like trauma flashes of his wife getting dicked down by the white man and he just can't take it anymore. Like, I feel like that would have like made the movie like a little bit more artistic and like drove that point home. But like, just to throw it in at the end and just be like, oh yeah, you know, my wife was, was uh, fucking her white, her, her white boss and you think you could do that the same thing and I'm not having it. I just thought that was like, You know that was like too little, too late for me. I'm like, nah, bro. You made a comedy. Don't try to give me a drama. (laughs) Then this movie is a. It it was a comedy up until this point. It's gonna remain a comedy in my book.
1: It it was a comedy like all the way through and through. Like yo, that bachelor party scene. Like that's hilarious. (laughs) Like he said, yeah, go on. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. (laughs) Like yo, this movie is. Purely for comedy.
0: <laughs> so what's the moral of the story of this movie? Like, w- w- like a- after the credits are over, w- what do you take away from it?
1: Moral of the story is that black man is public enemy. Number one, that you have. to if <laughs> he,
0: you... he must strike
1: preemptively. So <laughs> yeah. it's like some to make shit, right? Like that's pretty deep.
0: All right, yeah, I feel, so Preemptive Strikes. <laughs> Is, would that have been a better title for this movie? Like pre- <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to... I don't think they would have let that movie come out. Hell um, no. <laughs> but you know what's funny? It's like, this movie, there's no way they could make it now. No. Like, no. like, I'm even surprised that, like, you know how people get mad at old John Wayne movies and shit like that? <laughs> I don't see how, like... <laughs> Like, like somebody hasn't come across this one on the streaming service and like, this is an abomination. This is racist shit. But, um, yeah, this is definitely like, like a classic gym of a bygone era. Cause it's like, you really can't make stuff like this anymore. And I think it's almost, it, it, it's almost like movies like this should be preserved. Like in like the last, li- like some library of Congress shit. To say, like, yo, this is what people were thinking at one point in time. Like, <laughs> they're like, this is the type of shit that people thought was entertaining. This is classic cinema. Like, I, I think it should be preserved on, on, the, on that kind of scale.
1: Yeah, man. Because it's like, yo, you think about, like, the race thing. Like, everybody thinks about, like, you know, the reproductive cycle and all of that type of stuff. So even, like, the, that uh Kerry Washington, her character, like, her dad or whatever, he already knows, like, in another three generations there's not going to be any melanin in my bloodline anymore. So, like, you know, Sam Jackson, he doesn't want his daughter having to see that, and then there's going to be no melanin in his bloodline no more. So, you know, those guys feel that. And they're upset about that. And I and I completely agree. They have the right to be upset. It's And Sam should stand on every, <laughs> everything. And he should go out however way he want to go out. Like I completely agree with the able character. Right, right. You you want to start quoting
0: ISIS papers now or like <laughs> you're, you're, you already know
1: like Dad he just looks so upset the whole time he just at that table he's like it's like I suggest that you uh go back home and pack your shit or throw a pair of balls tell the guy to fucking turn his light off <laughs> he's like you call you call me for probably on pardon business me for this bullshit here all. Like,
0: Carrie Washington is uh the female lead in this movie, and she's like the lead in a lot of these like little type of movies mm. um where she she always tends to like either play like the white man's wife or um she's getting kidnapped and held by the white people and has to get saved or, or some shit like that like what's your uh relationship with carrie Washington's
1: yeah. movies? Like, yeah, I, believe and, a, I believe they call that i believe they called her a bedwitch. isn't that what that's called?
0: Yeah, that, that would be the appropriate right, word yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's what's what called. Typically, the yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, from a historical, historical perspective. Yeah, from a historical
1: perspective. Yeah, yeah, we're not saying like nothing. Um, let's move Characters, <laughs>
0: not not her, the person.
1: Right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the question? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so, like, Kerry Washington, like, like, where do you? Like, you know, we talked about Sam Jackson's been one of these people that's been around in a, for a long time in movies. Kate kind of Washington, kind of the same thing. Like, I, like looking back at her career, I was looking at her IMDb a little bit. Like, I've been watching her and stuff, like, since Save the Last Dance. Like, you know, she's like the little pregnant hood rat in that movie. And then, like, now... She's got this new show where she's like Delroy Lindau's daughter on Hulu so like she's been in a lot of stuff like you know classic classic rules like I think I love my wife you know that that's like my favorite Carrie Washington so uh wh- who's Carrie Washington to you
1: uh nothing really I mean I don't like I I didn't really care about this performance um it hasn't really stood out too much so I'm very indifferent to Carrie Washington to be honest with you.
0: But you, you don't think any of her performances stand out?
1: Um, I mean, I haven't seen her in, in in too much of anything, really. I mean, like that that terrible movie, Bad Company. Uh, she was in that. Um, didn't really care about her in that. Um, that that's a great movie, Bad Company, by the way. I was uh, hoping
0: we were gonna do the movie on the show, but now you're saying it's terrible. I said you know, I've seen it. Right? I'll
1: watch it again. I don't care. Like, no, not, not, but like you know, you gotta approach it from from like a good place. <laughs> like, that's a good movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll bust it down. Like, you know, but um, yeah, I, I never watched Scandal, so um, I'm not too familiar with Kerry Washington. Be honest with you, like, you know. It, yeah, I, I, I,
0: I watched. I watched like the first few seasons of Scandal. I don't even remember in college. They were doing like scandal watch parties and shit. Yeah. Like sc- scandal was a thing.
1: Yeah, it sounds like some propaganda. Or... This, this is you see why Abel is so upset. It's like they're, they're doing watch parties of of <laughs> that's that's This is why Abel is upset here. <laughs>
0: like... Right. So do you think? So do you think she's a good actor? Because like I think she's like had she's had like a pretty good career. Like she's and she's in like a lot of these these movies that have been around for a long time like these big roles like and I think she's gotten like a lot more roles than people like Nia Long and Sanaa Lathan who like I've seen and stuff that I thought like you know you watch them in certain movies and you're like yo they're really good at acting like I don't think I've ever seen a Carrie Washington movie where I was just like blown away by what no, she did not so at all. I, I kind of wonder like why she's been around so much
1: did because she'll do a scandal or a, a Lakeview Terrace and all of that. Do you see why Abel is so upset here? Like I don't.
0: If that's the only answer, we, we could move on. Like <laughs> I, I'm I'm fine with that big answer. I, I was yeah. just thinking like maybe there's something else to it. Like, yeah, no, there's I, something I'm missing. Like I don't know.
1: Like there's a lot of politics behind the scenes that I don't know what goes into it. But yeah, I wasn't impressed with this performance. I don't think Carrie Washington is that impressive i mean like i i don't think she's that impressive just so because yeah, she
0: usually just shows up to be like pouty or be like yeah. a damsel or yeah. like you said to like play some rare to white man's wife and it and then like there's always like some black guy on the other side that's upset
1: about. It. as he should be
0: moving on to so your bet your best
1: scene in this movie what's, what's your best scene in this movie I, I think it actually was the break-in scene, like when he kills the guy. Like that, that scene is just tense. He's just like running. He's like, yo, Chris, hold up. Like, you know you're a pussy. And then like he, you know, he has to kill the fat guy. Like, like that, that really was just a a, a really good scene. I like the way it was shot and you know, just the tension they were able to create and you know, uh, how Sam's able to quick draw and get rid of that guy out there like that. And then like that <clears throat> that scene was so good that it led to a foreshadowing to a you know, the end of the movie where, you know, oh, I got to find the cell phone now. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that was the best scene.
0: So, f- for me, like, the best scene was the bar scene where uh Abel and Chris, like, run into each other at the neighborhood bar. And Abel, like, gives this whole story about how he found out his wife was cheating on him with her boss and uh on the day that she died in a car crash and all that shit. And... To me, it's also like one of his funniest lines in the movie, like where he like imitates the white voice. He's like, "You guys think you could do whatever you want, and
1: I hate yeah. that
0: shit." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think like that's the point in the movie, like where he really like crosses over into like full blown. The Sam Jackson character like guy. <laughs> like, you know, like the persona of Sam Jackson that, that right, we get right. in movies.
1: Like, cause like then he's like,
0: like, I'm the police, you have to do what I say. Like, yeah, you know, great,
1: yeah. What are the best lines of cinema history, actually?
0: All of that shit starts to come out. And then, you know, I, I kind of got a shit on the scene that you're that you think is the best because I think that's when the movie really just becomes ridiculous. Good. Because, like, up until this point, it's like the these neighbors, like, they're beefing over lighting and, you know, you're flicking your cigarette butts over my fence. Now I'm sending somebody into your house to trash it, toss your pregnant wife around. Like, it's just escalated to a whole nother level that I think movies like this think that's the only way you can resolve the movie right. by like yeah. getting into like hole, some yeah. ridiculous category where I, I think that's hole. the problem with Crash too because like Crash ends like <clears> with <throat> some ridiculous bullshit and it's just like come on bro like just bring it back down to earth
1: you, you almost was, had me it's the dumbest shit I just like the way it's done like it, it's just entertaining but yeah that that really was a part where it's like just worthy I'm just like oh you didn't have to do that but like I said, that, to me that was probably the most entertaining part, but yeah, I I do agree with you with that.
0: Yeah, because like this, like by the end of the movie, he's like <laughs> busting at the cops. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how did the movie get to this? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess like they kind of foreshadowed it, like when his kids went away, it's like, all right, like you know, he sends his kids away halfway through the movie because he really wants to get into like you know some debauchery. i'm really gonna get rid of these fucking neighbors i got two weeks to do it like so like
1: that's what (laughs) by any means, sam comes out yeah he had to like you saw that like just making trouble we got his daughter over there like just disrespected him like you had to get rid of those people he's a good man so (laughs) so um we're, like, we like we talked
0: about Sam Sam's obviously the best performance in this movie, um, but I wanted to bring worst performance as a category like this week because um a lot of times in movies, like you know, you get people that are just like miscast or they're just boring or like don't bring anything special to the role. And I think the, the Patrick Wilson role is like a real that 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 role of Chris, like it's a real waste, like with this guy in it because like the tension, like there's supposed to be like tension between him and Sam Jackson, like an equal level of tension. Like they're going back and forth. But he just is getting dominated yeah. by Sam the whole movie. Like intellectually, he's getting dominated to him, like in like these little games that they're playing, like with the lighting and all of that type of shit. It's like he can't even compete. So it. Like to me, that's why the movie kind of plays out like a comedy, because it's just like you're not even a good foil for this guy. Like you're not on (laughs) the same level.
1: That's the purpose of this guy, though. That's why like the dad hates him. Like that that's the essence, that's the core essence of who this character is. So if you change that about this character, the whole movie completely changes. So we're talking about a completely different script at that point. It's
0: probably a better script, but you know. (laughs)
1: But I think that's also like, I,
0: I, I just think I just think it's unrealistic, like, you know, and I guess this this is kind of a, a not how the game is played for that Chris guy. Like after Abel starts giving them a hard time, one, he's he plays right into his hand. He doesn't like, you know, you just check Abel immediately, Like bro, get the fuck out of my face. Like, I don't know you don't ever come over to my lawn again or it's going to be a problem like that's it. Like and then like you know with the with the father in law, like when your wife wants to go talk to this guy, like oh yeah, let's go talk to my dad like bitch, like I do mean, like, like like I'm in charge over here. I'm not going to talk to your dad about nothing. Yeah. No, like, he's not
1: in charge. Like that's the point.
0: Like, all right, well, if that's the point, I guess I just don't buy it. Like I, I don't know anybody that's th- that's that soft that that's just gonna let like their father-in-law walk all over him let their neighbor walk all over him it just to me it just rain rings a little false
1: you you don't think you work with any guys that like might be like that
0: Mm, no comment
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i'm saying like how false is this movie but i think that goes to show you it's like i don't know if this uh Director or writer is trying to make this like a central point of like the race conversation, but it goes to show you, right? Like this guy, um you know, he is this like dominant, intelligent guy, but you know, he's kind of has to deal with different type of struggles. Whereas he's looking at uh, this guy who isn't really on his level as a much uh, more success than he is, and um, I think that kind of plays into like. That that hey, well, main cl- cl-
0: cl- cl- clarify what you're saying. Well, Let just say more cool.
1: like the 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 college, you know, educated, right? Like he's in this, uh, he's in this uh, role that maybe uh, that the able character feels like that role he doesn't deserve, right? So you know, I, I just think that that kind of um, like who this guy is, that how you explain him to be like this soft guy, I think that kind of plays into. Why you know Sam kind of turns it up on him? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, all right. That, that that's that's a fair point as to why it, it like almost like he smells chum in the water. Of course, and 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 he just decides to eat this guy, and that's fine. If, if uh, from a logic standpoint, I agree with that, but. I still don't see like why Sam cares so much like why Abel would care so much because like at the root of it like all jokes aside getting that involved in what your neighbor is doing bro is crazy
1: like what the fuck are you doing he doesn't want him there that's what he's doing it's very simple he's getting the body there look man you can't create your own neighborhood just manipulate the neighborhood you're in simple as that
0: so he he he's not a product of his environment. His his environment's a product of him. Yeah, you got, you got to create everything around you. Not, not how the game is played. You know, there's a lot of not how the game is played in this movie. But um, you know, we we just talked about a little bit like how Chris deals with his in laws. But uh, what, what's your main one?
1: Well, I just think uh, you know the Chris guy. He pretty much knows, like when they invite Abel to the the housewarming thing or whatever, he pretty much knows that it's beef, right? Like Abel doesn't like him. It's a problem there, right? This is 50 sit versus Ja Rule. Like this is beef up to the point where somebody's going to die. Like, why are you inviting this guy to a housewarming like he's your friend? Like, what do you think is going to come up to that? Like, you don't let that guy in when he brings the doorbells like, oh, okay, bro, thanks for the gift. Like, you know, wrong, wrong. Like that—that's not how the game is played.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I, I just think inviting your neighbors into your house is not how the game is played at all. Like, I would never do that. Like, hmm. even having a house warming like that is, is a little crazy to me. But, um, you definitely don't invite the ops. Like, <laughs> I'm like it's got like, you know. Like you know, we, we we had a certain friend at one point that you you just knew you didn't invite him to certain places around certain people because it was going to cause a problem. Like you know, why you would invite impolite company around polite company? That, that that don't make any sense to me. Oh, that's not how the game is played. You can't do that. Fuck, believe this shit. In- um, but I, I also think that's the worst scene in the movie because is it's like so unrealistic. Like who who just shows up at the house warming and just starts causing trouble, like like he's damn near cussing out the guests. Like he, he's like, "You said something, little bitch." Like I'm like, "Yo, like this guy." That's,
1: that scene is a good time. <laughs> like, I enjoyed that. It's like no, I want to hear this. It's like say it with your chest. I'm like
0: this you, this you got the... something to say about the boys? Yeah. You know, I'm like all right.
1: I like this guy. He's old school.
0: But my, my, my not how the game is played is um, when Chris finds out that Lisa's pregnant and, like, he immediately starts, like, that wasn't part of the plan and, and like, and, like all of that type of shit. You know, that never works out in movies for these guys when they do that. Um, like, my favorite example was Lawrence on uh, Insecure. <laughs> <laughs> he just he's he's like I thought we was being careful like uh, like you know all, all that type of goofy shit like you really just sound like a little boy when you do that and yeah definitely and and maybe I, I'm starting to come around to your point about the Chris character that you know he's just soft and he's an idiot and and all yeah. that maybe there are guys like that because but to me that's like so maybe. opposite to what a man is supposed to be. <laughs> Cause I'm like, if you're if you get married, like the whole point of getting married is to start a family and have kids. So why are you yelling at this lady because she did her part in the arrangement? Like I I don't get that. So like that's mine, not how the game is played. Like you, you like even if you're upset, you gotta keep that shit on the inside. Use your poker face.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm having a hard time believing you never met guys like this or have told me stories about guys like this. So I don't know. I think you kind of spice it for the podcast right now. Spicing, Yeah, I think so.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's called content creation, Steve. (laughs) I think
1: (laughs) think this guy's a very realistic guy. (laughs) Like, like, what would you say last week? Stop baker? that guy. (laughs) So, um, animal behavior. Wild like a zoo.
0: Just a fucking animal. Bark like a dog. Come on. We ain't nothing but mammals. What kind of animal smokes marijuana at his own confirmation? You bring out the animal? There's there's this whole movie could be considered animal behavior, like literally. um, Like, I, I, some of highlights to me is like the daughter character. She's just like openly defiant, like just going in the neighbor's pool, just running around. Like, you know, your dad's not going for any of that shit. That's animal behavior. Um, the, the the son trying to get off the the Kobe jersey after the, after the
1: dad has clearly laid <laughs> down those rules. That's my favorite part. Like, <laughs> like "Yo, yo, like, what you doing here?"
0: <laughs> like, um, like Abel slapping his daughter across the face like that. Like to me, that's Abel behavior. That's not Abel
1: behavior. Like, how is it, how else is he supposed to deal with that?
0: I just don't agree. Well, we probably shouldn't even get into that because I'll have to edit that yeah. whole part out. Like, you, you don't slap your daughter across the face. Oh, like, you that, definitely that's, do. That's beyond That's beyond a bit much. No, it's not. Um, the, the the bachelor party, amongst other things. But what, what was
1: your main <clears throat> animal behavior? Oh, I think uh, the thing that set this whole thing off. Like, that dude have having sex in his pool. Like, you know, you're just just out in the open. You got neighbors and stuff like that. Uh, you know, and... This might be a little sidebar, but like, why don't white people believe in curtains? Like, that's like the first thing I do when I move in. I get me some curtains. Like, this so i think a lot of things could have been avoided if he gonna if you would have just got some blackout curtains after that first night. Like, I don't understand that.
0: Oh. Well, I, no, no, because like those those blackout curtains do not stop light in the way that they advertise. <laughs> <laughs> because like by three yeah. o'clock, the sun is shining directly into my living room. I bought blackout curtains; it doesn't do shit to stop it. So, <laughs> so it's like you gotta get, you gotta get able to turn those lights off, or you're not getting a good night's sleep.
1: Period. Yeah. I got it. I got it. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, no, you can't just have sex in the middle of the pool when everybody's looking at you. Like that's that's animal behavior.
0: All right. I I give you that that one's definitely animal behavior, but like they responded positively to that. They responded positively to that. Like when he was like, Look, I don't need your bedroom scenes out here for my for my kids to see. He was like, All right, yeah, my bad. And his wife was like, Oh my god, we didn't even think about that. Like, you know, they got caught up in the moment. But like for me, um, the the animal behavior had to be like when he got the fat man to break in. I'm like, I'm like one like the fat man has proven that he's incompetent earlier Very in confident. the movie. <laughs> like the fat man is also a pedophile, which is yeah. proved earlier in the movie. So. Like, when he's in the house, he's, he's already fucking up when he's in the house, and then he sees Kerry Washington and, like, he goes into rape mode or some shit, like, when he's supposed to be in escape mode. Like, this was not the guy to send to do any of this shit. Like, that was purely like, like you said, Sam was in animal mode, like, I have to make this guy move by any means necessary, even though that plan made no sense. Because I'm like, nigga, you a cop. Like, you calling this guy, there's phone records and all that, and you trying to dig his phone out of his pocket after you shoot
1: him? That's way too late in the game. Like, and you know what, too, now that I think about it, I think that was just kind of lazy writing, because they were probably just at a point where it's like, yo, how do we close out this movie? All right, like, let's make a... (laughs) Let's make it so that the phone will be upstairs and, like, the guy has to answer it and Sam's on the other line and Sam goes to kill him. Like, that's some lazy writing right there. Like, this is lazy.
0: And then it's like, if, say they don't find the phone, does Sam just go back to torturing these people (laughs) the next day? (laughs) Like, because nothing was solved. Like, if he finds that phone... They still live there, and now Chris thinks they're in good. They're in a good place because he's like, "Oh shit, you helped me save my wife. We cool." So it's like, do you just go right back to being the ops now? Like, like
1: (laughs) this movie is a mess. (laughs) Such a bad movie.
0: Yeah, it's it's nuts. Um, So yeah, like that's that's my uh, animal behavior,
1: but. but what's the get in the box moment? Getting the box thinking that you could go over there and like tell this guy right because you've already proven that you're incapable of having a conversation with this guy. So thinking that you could go over there to that bachelor party and like thinking that you could convince him to turn the music down. But for one, I didn't understand the Kerry Washington character thinking that she was gonna go over there and do anything. Like, that that confused me, like, consistently. It's like, I'll go talk to him. You're going to talk to him about what? Like, why would he listen to you? But that was also quite It's kept one of the best scenes in a movie. He's just in there, just, like, chopping him the whole time, just talking. She's like, hold him down, hold him down. But, like, he's like, oh, he's a married man. And then... Right, he's like, he got some dark meat over there. <laughs> and then also, too... <clears throat> Like you said, like, the movie just gets more ridiculous because he's taping it and sending it to them. Like, <laughs> this is just a ridiculous movie. But, yeah, like, that... I, you yeah, because I'm got... like,
0: he's a cop actively incriminating himself. <laughs> I'm like, so you're gonna put some shit in their mailbox, bro? Like, that, that shows that you're terrorizing these people? That, that doesn't make much sense.
1: No, like, that's... But, you know, I, I, you gotta get in the box for that though. Don't, don't go over there and think you can tell this bad. Like just sit there and just get you, see if you can find you some uh noise cancellation, block it, some earplugs or something, man. Try to get you some rest, man. That man ain't gonna turn that music down.
0: So, like like my get in the box moment was this was the funniest moment in the movie when I first saw it. I still think it's funny now, even though. You're not supposed to slap your daughter in the face, but when he slaps his daughter in the face yeah. at the pool, at like he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm bad now." He pulls his pants down and all of that shit. Yeah. It just reminds me of that. Um, you remember the, when that bus driver like gave that girl the uppercut or a scepter? Like yeah, the, 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 the you you going to jail now, guy? Yeah. But anyway, it it like it like it always like that scene, that scene always cracked me up. But I I just think like that that also like fits it fits the category because his daughter is like, no, you're the blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look, like, I'm not going for none of that shit anymore. But I think like that that's like a clear break in, in the character, too, because he's lost all control at that point. It's, yep, it's like almost did. just like a get in the box moment for him, too, because it's like, bro, like this whole thing has gotten out of hand between you and these neighbors. Now your kids are sneaking over here like you can't control them to the point that na- now you got to slap your daughter in the face to. That's the only way you can establish some order in your house. Like, that's no good. Like, it, it was all downhill from there because his kids were already. T- well, the daughter at least was already talking about going to live with the aunt and move out of the house so he didn't even have control over his own house and like that was like the straw that broke the camel's back in my opinion
1: yeah I mean well, like you said he, he had to do something to get control back so like I completely endorse that like what else was that man gonna do like it's either that or just get them kids up so hey Well, yeah, de- he, he ended
0: up giving the kids up like he was giving the kids up either way like that that little girl was not coming back to that house
1: hey, man, de- desperate times cause to desperate measures that, that little girl's so, finished she, she she's like one pimp away from being at the strip club Right, I, i'm not gonna touch that one either
0: <laughs> one pimp away that's pretty funny
1: so um overall what, what, what's your score for this movie I just from an entertainment standpoint, man. Like I'm not even talking about like none of the other stuff. I'm, I got to give this a five, man. I, I was thoroughly entertained, man. Like even with all the terrible writing and you know, all the 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 terrible plot holes and all that, man. Like I really enjoyed myself. This was very funny. Um, I I got to put this in the category with my Adam Sandler movies and all that. So th- th- this is up there, man. This is uh this is all time great movie. I I, would, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So five out of five. Yeah, I got to give this a five, man. It's it's, it's it's hilarious. It's it's entertaining. That's what I watch a movie before have... to be entertained, and it did its job.
0: I I agree with all of that, but I'm at a three out of five just yeah. because. Um... like after you see it a couple of times like you know the jokes get a little bit old even though they're not even intended as jokes so it like it's not like it definitely wasn't as funny this time when i watched it and i saw more of like the plot holes and just like really how ridiculous like the ending of the movie is it just like degenerates into i don't even know what that is at the end so um I, I can't go much higher than a three, but, like, I, I think this is definitely an essential Sam Jackson performance. Like, if you're going through his career and you say, like, what movies do you have to see to know who the actor Sam Jackson was, this is on the list. Like, you, you got to see this movie.
1: This is definitely one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen. So, yeah, you, you definitely got to just check it out. Just, like, for one time, just to be like, oh, yeah, this is some bullshit so uh yeah that, that's that's like the uh mike do
0: you you have any final thoughts on Lake view It
1: sounds like Samuel L. Jackson yeah. had his heart in the right place, but his execution was terrible' I, I thought his execution was perfect. I don't know how you, I don't know no, how he was he, supposed he to went way that? too far way too <laughs> far.
0: He ended up dead, Steve. Think, like that's how his execution he, was all. Yeah, right?
1: I think I think he I think he ended up where he wanted to be. I think he I think he executed as well as he could have. So he's a martyr. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo, like you. All right, like, well. you think about it. You put the show on the other foot. Like yo, if there's a black guy with a gun to a cop, like. Talking about like, and they told to put it down. Like, sir, put your gun down. Like, yo, it's not going down like that. Like, that guy's going to jail or or shot. Yeah,
0: That's fair. yeah, I mean, like the movie even says that at the one point when the when uh remember they run into like the one guy's house that shoots at him, and then he puts the shotgun under his chin. Like, yeah. and he, he tries to give him like his little motivational speech to to take care of his kids. Yeah. He's a good man. That's the hilarious part about this <laughs> character. It's like he really does think he's a good man. Like he is. He's, he's like go to rail. He's like yo. Like I hold South Central down. I give out wisdom, Captain. <laughs> and, and they're like no.
1: Like this is one brutality charge to me. Yeah. it's not even brutality. Like you, know, you, try to give dude a second chance at life. So,
0: all right. Well. So. Um, that that's Lakeview
1: Terrace. The, the movie also and, uh, sounds like an all-time carry job by Samuel L. Jackson. That's exactly yeah, what the this way movie you is. describe it. It sounds like everybody else is terrible as uh, people. Yeah, oh, no, as, he uh, he definitely
0: carries the movie, and I don't know any other actor that could star in this movie. No,
1: nobody else.
0: I, I don't even think you could put Denzel in this movie, and so. it's entertaining because Denzel, it like. I think he tries to make like the guy just more of a villain, and that like, there's no comedy in it. Like, and without the comedy, I don't know what this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a comedy. It's like, like, I couldn't
1: see the, the director
0: didn't think he was making a comedy.
1: I couldn't see Denzel at that bachelor uh, party like like that only. That's the only thing Samuel like only Samuel Jackson gonna pull that off. That bachelor party scene.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, cause like there's, there's nobody else, nobody like you can't put Morgan Freeman in there, <laughs> like,
1: like
0: yeah, like you're not you're not getting that out of, like Lawrence Fishburne, you're not getting no. that. Like, there's nobody Maybe. else that could that could play this role. Could
1: Will Smith do that role? No, 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 no. too goofy. It's
0: not even goofy. It's just like. Sam Jackson just believable. Yeah, like, he's just, like you, like I, I, believe he's this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you don't believe he's acting. Like you believe he's really like chasing <laughs> these people around this neighborhood. <laughs> like when they like when they yell "cut," it doesn't seem like he stops. It's like I'm the police. You have to do
1: it. Yo, this is the greatest lot in cinema history. Police, you have to do what I say.
0: So yeah, that's that's Lakeview Terrace. Make sure <laughs> you check that out on whatever streaming service you can. You can watch it on, and we'll be back next week for an all new episode of oh, The Last okay. Man Potting Thanks for listening.
1: I can't, I can't breathe. That's hilarious.